Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Today's guest has actually been part of my entrepreneurial journey even before I realized I was going to be an entrepreneur. Podcasting and listening to podcasts was really the only way that I could actually uh, gain knowledge and information because it was so hard for me to read when I was having my breakdown. If you haven't heard the story, go back and listen to the episode, um, one of our very first episodes. We'll link it up in the show notes for you below. But this person has made such a profound impact on my life. Our special guest expert today, he and his fiance Kate, were guest speakers at one of the very first entrepreneurial events that I ever attended, where I had to fly by myself for the first time. And heck, I was nervous and I was very anxious. And yet they were so gracious and just so kind. Now, today's today's episode is a doozy. Don't let the short amount of time fool you because it is to the point, full of gold, and you're going to want to take notes. So who the heck am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about John Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas, otherwise known as JLD, is the founder and host of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. With over 100 million listens of his 3,000 plus episodes, JLD has turned Entrepreneurs on Fire into a media empire that generates over a million listens every month and seven figures of net annual revenue eight years in a row. Such an amazing accomplishment. His first traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, is available now for pre-order with five amazing bonuses. So check them out, uncommonsuccessbook.com. Now, here's the thing. This episode, like I said, I tried to cram in as much (laughs) as I could to try and squeeze as much knowledge and wisdom and information during our time together. And I just love some of the things that he had shared, right? He really tells us that we don't want to be a pale, weak imitation of ourselves. Don't get trapped in this. And I want you to understand what it took for him to be able to go from self-publishing because he has had three amazing journals. All of that will be in the show notes below for you as well, um, because I love and recommend the journals, as well as the leap to go from self-publishing to traditional self-publishing and what exactly that took for him to make that leap of faith. How in the heck did he actually get this book done? Because he was able to write so many words. <laughs> like it is not a skimpy, skimpy book. It is jam packed and it is distilled all of this knowledge and information that he has taken from a decade of doing this with thousands of other successful entrepreneurs and gleaning their golden nuggets to put this into this book. And over eight months, uh, focusing two hours a day, he was able to actually create this and get this into our hot little hands. 
there's book recommendations that we share. There's nuggets of wisdom in terms of how he starts his day and some of the things that he wants us to be able to remember as we keep going forward on our journey so that we can continue to be on fire, just like he always tells his own fire nation. I can't wait for you to dive in. Let's get started. Hello, John. Susan, how are you doing today? I'm amazing. How are you? You know, Puerto Rico sun is shining. Our birds are singing. Life is good. Well, first off, let me just say thank you for having me. Well, thank you for allowing me to just give you even a small part of what you've done for for my journey. Thank you so much. I love the book. (laughs) So excited. I binge read it. I'm a huge reader. Um, You mentioned in the book, one of your favorite quotes try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And I wholeheartedly stand behind this as well. I'm curious, what does it mean for you to live a life of value and to be a person of value? Honestly, Susan, that quote smacked me in the face when I was 32 years old back in 2012, because the words I knew they were so true, but they also were showing me like so clearly that. I wasn't being a person of value in any way, shape, or form. I was, in fact, only chasing success, and success wasn't coming. So obviously, that was a bad decision and a bad, you know, strategy. And I was even trying to think, like, what does it look like to become a person of value? What does that even look like in this world? And I didn't even have the answer to that, but it did plant a seed, which three months later, you know, led to the launch of Entrepreneurs on Fire, which was my, you know, big entrepreneurial success. And so for me, being a person of value. As somebody who is delivering free, consistent content to the world that is solving a real problem. If you're solving a real problem for free and consistently, you are delivering true value to this world. I love it. I love it. And it, it's something that we talk about here at Master the Sales Game all the time, right? Is really showing up and being consistent and serving rather than thinking about selling because really, that's what we want to do in this world to create that that ripple effect and the big impact. Now, your 17-step roadmap breaks down the exact steps to help fast-track freedom for entrepreneurs just like you and me. Where do you feel that people tend to get stuck that actually prevents them from achieving success? Because you've helped thousands of people. So where do they typically get stuck? They get stuck at step one. Chapter one of this book, Susan. I wish I wish it was a little further down the path, but it's really not because here's the problem. Most entrepreneurs or people who are budding entrepreneurs trying to make it in this world, what they do is they look at those who are currently successful and they say, well, I know that success leaves clues and person X, Y, or Z is having a lot of success. So why don't I just do that? And what they end up end up doing, what ends up happening is they become a pale, weak imitation of these other successful entrepreneurs that they see doing great things. And nobody wants a pale, weak imitation of somebody else. What people want is you living your zone of fire, living whatever your big idea is. And so that's where most people screw up. And I just want to start the whole 17-step roadmap off with a bang. The common path to uncommon success starts with, for maybe the first time in your life, identifying your big idea, not Susan's big idea, not JLD's big idea, not person X, Y, or Z's big idea that you become a pale, weak imitation of, but no, your big idea because you're special. 
You are unique. You are an absolute snowflake. So why not sit down and look within instead of just looking without? By the way, we're all standing upon the shoulders of giants. We should all learn from others. Like that's why I wrote this book. So you can learn not from me, by the way, this book isn't me. This is the 3000 successful entrepreneurs I've interviewed over a decade condensed into 71,000 words, 273 pages that Susan sat down and did a binge read session on. And now she's gotten all of the genius. Think about that. And just like the handful of hours it took her to read this book, she got all the genius that it took me a decade to acquire over interviewing 3,000 successful entrepreneurs with thousands and thousands of hours of conversations. That's the beauty of books. That's the beauty of learning from others. But when you take all this learning, you don't then just go copy somebody and be that weak pill imitation. You look within and you say, what's my big idea? How can I wake up every single morning and live in my zone of fire? That's where you'll win. Amazing. I love it. Um, I love what you said. Don't be a pale, weak imitation of yourself. I think sometimes we don't do it. We're scared to be our, our truest, authentic self, right? Um, and I'm sure our listeners right now are curious because this is your first traditional published book, yep. but you've published other books. And I would I would be remiss if I didn't allow ourselves to to find out a little bit of the hidden genius. Um how has this been, right? Can you share with us some, some nuggets of the behind the scenes of this book launch and how it's been different from prior launches? So in 2016, 17, and 18, three consecutive years, I self-published three journals, the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, the Podcast Journal. They were all fantastic successes and still are to this day. And I really was able to kind of master, at least from my perspective, the self-publishing game. And then when it came time to like writing my first traditionally published book, like not just doing a journal, I really knew that I needed help. I knew that this was going to be outside of my comfort zone. I knew that this is where all the magic was going to happen outside of my comfort zone if I really pushed myself. And so I knew I needed a fantastic publisher. I needed a fantastic editor. I needed a fantastic book launch team. And I knew that a traditional publisher could give me all of those things. So, you know, I got a great agent who introduced me to all the publishers and we went through the, you know, process of vetting the publishers, having interviews with them and, and really landing on who is going to be the best fit for me and for this project. And we landed with HarperCollins leadership and it's been a great relationship and it's, it's definitely been a cool experience and they've definitely pushed me outside of my comfort zone. I mean, you know, I sent over a hundred thousand words. The editor sent back, you know, 71,000 words. Like we had to really work hard to get the book to where it needed to be. But, you know, I put in the work and I, and I had the deadlines not imposed by myself, which I do pretty well with self-imposed deadlines, but I do even better <laughs> when the deadlines are imposed by other people that I know I can't let down. And so I had eight months to write this book. So I took two hours a day, eight months in a row, the first two hours of every day to write these 71,000 words, these 273 pages. It took me 480 writing hours to do this. But the book is complete. It comes out in just 12 days from when you and I are talking on March 23rd. The book is live. And man, I'm so excited. Me too. Me too. I love it. I love, um, and I love the fact that you shared with us in the book, you know, how dedicated and consistent you were and that you did it the first thing in the morning, right? Before you could get distracted with anything else, it was built in and baked into your calendar. I'm really curious because you also share one of my favorite sections in the book is your JLDisms. 
I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> right. And you said something that I also really share, which is um, that you get 1% better every day. And I'm really curious, what does it actually look like for you in real life? So the final chapter is actually a bonus chapter, chapter 18. I call it my well of knowledge. Um, I don't know if you follow this correctly because it sounded like you binged re read this entire book, but the well of knowledge is actually not meant to be read through in one sitting. It's meant to be exactly what it sounds like, a well of knowledge, because everybody has good days and bad days and days in the middle. And sometimes we need some inspiration, some motivation. And that's what you're supposed to use that chapter for, the bonus chapter the well of knowledge to take your ladle and to actually go and dip it in the well of knowledge and read one or two passages and get, you know, inspired, have something to think about, to sit down and really reflect and maybe meditate on some certain things that I shared in there. And yeah, get 1% better every day. So big for me. Like when I first started um, my journey, I read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson and The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And those books just really blew me away because it showed me that, you know what? the small things done right every single day will add up to massive success and results down the line. And so that just made me feel so much better when I would look back on my day and be like, well, I didn't really get much done today. And then I would be like, or did I? I actually did get a little bit better here and a little bit better there, improved a little bit of a system here. And it may not seem like much right now, but all these little improvements every day of the week every day of the month, every day of the year are going to add up to massive success overall. So if I can just honestly look in the mirror and say that I got 1% better today in something, it's a win. And that's what I think a lot of people can take away from that. I love it. I love it. And for me, um, when I had a huge breakdown in my life and due to pain, I, I, I read a book that's built off of this, which is Kaizen, which is the Japanese theory of 1%. And so I just really love that you gave us this reminder. I did skim, but uh, you know what? I actually saved the well of knowledge because I want to be able to go back. Go back, dip into it, use it as part of your morning routine, just to read one passage, two passages, reflect on it, journal on it. That's what it's meant for. And it absolutely is designed that way. So I love, I love that you included that <laughs> for all of us because it, it gets tough when we're doing this journey, right? Um, the last two things that I wanted to ask, because I would be remiss, I've been uh, diving in deep in Clubhouse. And although we're not going to talk a ton about it, I love what you shared about the fact that you didn't choose to try and convince anybody to you know, follow you and your podcast. You actually went and decided, I'm going to convert the converted. I'm going to be first mover, right? And you talk a lot about this first mover advantage. I'm really curious as somebody who has built a business and uh, you know your, your brand and everything that you do on audio, what are your thoughts about potentially being the first mover and having that first mover advantage on something like Clubhouse right now? I think it's a fantastic idea. I mean, Clubhouse is a wonderful platform. I spend time there. I'm a big audio guy. So I immediately saw it for the beauty that it was this great audio platform that allowed you to have really cool in the moment conversations with people that you looked up to that you admired, maybe that you never knew, but now you can learn from. So I think Clubhouse is a great app and um, a great opportunity for people to learn a lot and to maybe even build a brand, to build influence, to build authority on. Absolutely. And one thing that I've been saying for years is, when people come to me and say, John, like, I feel like I missed the podcast train. I'm like, well, no, you didn't. Because if you launch a podcast today that's niched in the best solution of a real problem, you will win with that podcast. 
Um, but people were, you know, like I missed the podcast or I missed TikTok or I missed Instagram or Meerkat or Periscope or fill in the blank. I'm like, well, A, again, you didn't because of the reason I just shared, but B, there's always something coming over the horizon too. So if you really want to have the first mover advantage, which can be very beneficial, then just wait and be patient, be like a coiled spring and be ready to pounce when the opportunity comes. And I've definitely seen people do this with Clubhouse, myself not being one of them, just because I've been so focused on the book launch. And of course, my own podcast and authority is already kind of tied up into this, but I spent a goodly amount of time on Clubhouse. And I think it's a fantastic platform. And, you know, frankly, if it was, you know, maybe coming um, into its heyday in like six months from now, instead of like over the past few months, um, I would have had a lot more free time then and been able to kind of even go on it more. Um, but at the same time, you know, you've got to just balance everything in your life. Like life is all about balance as well. So I think that that's a great example though, of something that just came up that nobody even heard about six months ago. And now it's huge. Amazing. Well, John, uh, gratitude saved my life during a really difficult time. I know that it's a daily practice for you. And you mentioned in the book as well, which I was really excited to, to hear and read about. I'm so grateful to have you on the show today and letting me be even a small part of your show. This has been amazing. Any parting words that you have for our audience um, around this book? And guys, all of the links will be below. Go and check out the book. I'm actually going to be giving away five books. I have to figure wow. out exactly how that's going to work um, for the audience because I really just want to spread the message and all of the nuggets that are in this book. But any last parting words that you want to share? Well, first off, don't hesitate to go pre-order or order the book right now, because if you get this gift from Susan, use it to gift it to somebody else, always be paying it forward. So go get your own copy right now. This book is the culmination of the decade that I took interviewing 3,000 of the world's most successful entrepreneurs. I've created a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. So if you want to be on the common path to uncommon success, if you want to find financial freedom and fulfillment, visit UncommonSuccessBook.com, UncommonSuccessBook.com. You'll see the endorsements from Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Eric and Mandy, Dory Clark, Neil Patel. The first chapter there is for free, so you can see my writing style. Five bonuses are currently available with the book purchase and so much more, UncommonSuccessBook.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, John. This has been just such a, a world of knowledge. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Susan. Appreciate your time today jam-packed episode, right? Now, I'm sure you're wondering, how do you get your hot little hands on one of those copies of the book that I'm going to give away? So I have five copies that I am purchasing of JLD's book, Uncommon Path to Common Success, that I'm going to be giving away. I want you to go to susanmcveigh.com forward slash giveaway, and you're going to find all the full contest details there. But number one, I want you to know that you must be over the age of 19 in order to enter to win. So you cannot be under the age of 19 in order to put in an entry, uh, a ballot entry, you will not be selected. This is again, based on legal requirements uh, for where I live here in Canada. It is open to all people in North America, again, this is because of where I live, excluding our folks in Quebec. Unfortunately, Quebecers, you will not be able to apply for this particular contest. You will have to enter in your email address so that I can uh, contact you for access for the winners. Um, and the contest starts March 23rd, 6 a.m., 6 a.m. Pacific time. And it will run until March 29th, 
midnight Pacific time. So depending on when you're listening to this particular episode, if it is outside of those timelines, you unfortunately cannot enter to win. The contest will not apply to you. There is no purchase needed. Simply give me your email so that I can contact you in the event that you are the winner. It will be random selected and you're going to be able to win one of five of these copies of books simply because I am going to... um, I am going to be participating in sharing the love, in sharing the wisdom, and being able to get more of this book into uh, people's hands that need it the most. So with that being said, head on over to susanmcveigh.com forward slash giveaway. Full contest details and legal disclaimers will be found on that page, as well as how you go about entering to win. So remember, it starts 6 a.m. Pacific, March 23rd, and it's going to run until March 29th at midnight. So that is Monday evening, midnight. And we will be announcing the winners here uh, in a couple of weeks, but we will be contacting you in advance if you are one of the winners. So be sure to use an email address that you actually check because if I cannot reach you, if we cannot uh, fulfill our contest obligations, then we're gonna move on over to the next entry. So with that being said, good luck. And I can't wait to see who the winners are. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.